In this video, I'm going to share three key factors that have allowed me to lose weight in recent weeks, and more importantly, have the confidence to know that this healthy lifestyle is going to be something that I'm going to be able to stick with for years to come. It's kind of a bold statement, but I think it's true. And hang in there, because the third factor is the most important. That's the difference maker. It's the game changer that ties into the first two. So stick around because I don't want you to miss that. So I just want to say up front that I am quite blessed to live an amazing life filled with so many things to be grateful for. I have a great relationship. Uh, this stage of my life, I'm financially stable. Um, I've done a lot of things in the arts. I've published 16 books. I've been very active as a musician. I teach and perform improv comedy. I've done visual art. And I'm very happy and satisfied with many areas of my life. However, the one area where I have struggled the most with is my health. Now, the good news is nothing serious has taken place in that area. There's no like major illness. Overall, no huge challenges that I know a lot of other people experience. But like a lot of people, you perhaps, I have not always made the best choices with my health. For instance, regarding the food that I choose to put into my mouth, my level of physical activity, and the extra 20 or so pounds that I've been carrying around my midsection for far too many years that I care to acknowledge. Can you relate? So about nine months ago, as I've done many times throughout my life, I made a decision to get more serious about my health. And over the months, I was involved in two different similar type of programs, and I followed a similar pattern with both of them. In the first week or so, I would lose about four or five pounds, was feeling pretty happy about that, and then I would plateau the scale wouldn't move. And I know you shouldn't focus on the scale and the numbers, but that was something that was important to me. And no matter how much I tried to pump myself up, I couldn't get past that plateau and just got stuck there. And eventually after a few weeks, just kind of gave up on the program and went back to whatever normal was, which was not great. So my significant other, Pookie, you may know who she is, she encouraged me to try yet another thing. And I was sort of reluctant to do so, but I went along with her. I might reveal what that program is at the end here. That's not the important thing right now. But I gave it another go. But something switched for me, and that's what I'm going to share with you. And that's what has allowed me to have the success that I'm having and the success that I anticipate I'm going to stick with for a long time to come. And I just want to mention this here, and I'll talk more about it at the very end of the video, but Pookie and I are so excited about the progress that we've made with our health that we're going to be doing a 30-day program called Spring into Health and Well-Being. It starts April 23rd, and if you want to learn more about it, go to turbochargeyourlife.us, turbochargeyourlife.us. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. So let's get into those three key factors. And you're not going to be shocked when you hear the first two, but it's that third factor that makes all the difference with the first two. You'll see what I mean. So just hang with me. 
So the first key factor is what I choose to put into my mouth, what I consume. You've all heard the phrase, we are what we eat, and it's true. The consistent choices we make on what we consume and what sort of food we eat dictates the state of our health. No surprise there. And actually, I wasn't doing horribly in this area. Since 2008, I've been a pescatarian. And no, that's not a religion. It's basically a vegetarian that only eats seafood as far as meat goes. So since then, I've had no red meat, chicken, turkey, blah, blah, blah. I've only eaten seafood like salmon, tuna, and cod, and sardines. Yes, I love sardines right out of the can. Yum. And I eat a little bit of dairy. I like eggs, Greek yogurt, some cottage cheese and other cheeses, but in moderation. And I've known for more than a decade now that the best way to eat would be a whole food, plant-based diet. So I rationally know these things, but have I been putting them into practice? Well, sometimes, but quite often not. Because you can be a vegetarian and still eat cookies and ice cream and cake. There's no meat, I believe, in those things, but they're not the healthiest choices. So I wasn't eating fast food and soda and all that stuff, but I was eating a lot of things that came out of bags and boxes and having the occasional treat and saying, oh, a little bit won't hurt me. Here's just one example of a habit that I had for a long time that really wasn't serving me best. So quite often in the last hour or so before we go to bed, Pookie and I have gotten this routine where often we will watch Netflix or whatever show we're watching at the time. And for a long time, I would have, almost every night, I would have one beer. It's usually a Michelob Ultra, the organic golden one. And I justified that that was a good choice because it was lower in calories and carbs. So I would drink one of those at the end of the day. But also, I needed to eat something. So it was usually like chips and hummus or potato chips, something crunchy, you know, to go with the beer. And this was just like a nightly habit for a long time. And that's just one example of a behavior that probably wasn't serving me so well. So what I'm doing differently now is just being hyper aware of what I put into my mouth and setting an intention to eat from a select list of things. Now, the thing is, this list uh, contains a lot of foods that I enjoy, that I love eating. So I'm not really restricting or denying myself a whole lot of things, but I am picking and choosing what I consume and when I consume it. I'm also compressing the number of hours that I eat. I think that's called intermittent daily fasting or something along those lines. I try to do most of my eating within an eight to 10 hour window. Sometimes it's longer, but it's something that I'm moving toward and having a bit of success with. And though I've loved beer for many years, I've been going without and doing just fine. So yes, one aspect is I'm definitely being more aware and intentional about what I put in my mouth and choosing foods that I know are healthy. They include vegetables, fruits, whole grains like brown rice, legumes and beans, nuts and seeds. You probably are familiar with this list. These are all things that I love. 
and also eating smaller portion sizes. Because it's really amazing. At first, your body's sort of like, oh, I'm still hungry. I want to eat more. But after a while, you kind of train your stomach to feel full and be fine with a little bit less food. It takes a while to get there, but it's well worth it. Most people definitely eat much more of a volume of food than their body requires. Now, the second key factor is not going to surprise you. I've really upped my level of physical activity. Like many people, like you perhaps, I spend way too much time sitting in a chair in front of a computer, kind of like I am now. And you get lost in the work that you're doing, and I'm doing great stuff and creating content and doing good in the world but it's not serving my body. I've known that I need to have more physical activity for years, but just wasn't doing it. So lately I started small. I committed to walking 15 to 20 minutes a day. So I started small. Then we renewed our membership to a local community center. And I actually started little by little going in to the gym aspect and just lifting something a couple of times, just like a baby step. And I'm not hardcore training or anything, but I find myself looking forward to going in. My body's actually craving this activity and was feeling much more energized and awake and aware and alive. Because prior to this, I had a lot of aches and pains. Uh, I was tired all the time. Uh, If I would get up to take the dog for a walk, sometimes I'd be breathless for the first couple of minutes. And I knew I was just going down a road that was not going to serve me and allow me to live a long life because I got stuff that I want to do. I want to be around for my daughter and my girlfriend and for you and my YouTube subscribers and people listening to my podcast. I have a mission in life and I'm not going to be able to do that if I don't take my health seriously and make it a priority. So just these two things alone, which were monumental, have allowed me to lose about 10 or 11 pounds over the last three or four weeks. And it's just a start because I still want to lose another 15 or 20 to get down to an ideal weight. And yes, like many of you, I've done this before. I have lost 10, 20, even 25 or so pounds in the past and then fell off the horse and put it back on been there, done that. But something about this is different and it has everything to do with this third factor. So when I name this third key factor, don't just automatically assume you know what I'm going to say because I have a feeling that's not the case. So the third factor falls under the category of mindset. But the mindset I'm talking about has nothing to do with willpower. It really doesn't have to do with anything about seeing yourself as thin and healthy and fit and the end result and all that. Uh, It does involve affirmations in a way, but not in the way that you might think. The real game changer, the difference maker with this aspect of mindset is I'm changing my identity, the way that I think of myself as it relates to health and fitness, because it is something I've always struggled with. It didn't come easy for me. I was always kind of fighting an internal and external battle with it. And I finally figured out why. And it has everything to do with self-identity. So I'll just quickly share something with you that will help explain 
why this has been an issue for me. So when I was a kid, I mean, back in like grade school, I was really lousy at sports. I couldn't kick a ball, catch a ball, throw a ball, anything to do with balls. I just was not very good with it. That was kind of awkward and it just wasn't happening for me. But as a result, I got made fun of. I got picked on and even bullied because I wasn't a normal boy who could do all these athletic things. And it really uh, affected me. I was kind of antisocial. I ended up being really shy and I had a stutter for a number of years when I was younger. And sort of the, the light at the end of the tunnel with that is I ended up gravitating toward things that I had more control over, which was the arts. And I started getting into music and writing and art and other things related to that, which became a huge part of my life. So it was a blessing. However, all these decades, I've had this image of myself who's someone who's not coordinated, not athletic, not really a fit person who is into exercise and all that stuff. And so whenever I tried to implement new habits, I was always fighting this battle that was at odds with my identity, how I thought of myself. So just to hammer home the idea here, I'm going to share a couple of quotes. I actually don't know the original sources of these, but they've been stated many times over the decades, over the centuries, even in the Bible alludes to some of this. But one quote is, we all act consistently with who we believe we are. Hmm, think about that. Here's another one. The strongest force is the need to remain consistent with how we see ourselves. So I always saw myself as someone who was not very athletic, not very physical. Exercise probably unknowingly reminded me of those times when I was made fun of as a kid. Even as an adult, there's programming running underneath the surface that's influencing me in that way. And that's the reason why you may have struggled, because a lot of times we're focused on the behavior. Okay, I'm going to eat this way, and I'm going to move my body this way. I'm going to force myself to uh, get up and run or walk or whatever the thing is. And you're focused on the behaviors, and that's great, because we all need to develop new habits to be able to improve our lives, especially in this arena of health and wellness. But when you're trying to develop new habits against a backdrop of a belief that doesn't match it, of a self-image that doesn't support it, you're always going to struggle. That's why I struggle. I think really that's at the crux of why so many people only have temporary successes with weight loss and health, and they fall back into the old patterns because they don't change their self-identity. So for me and a lot of other people, it took years, it took decades to build up this self-identity of not being someone who makes healthy choices, who is physically active. So you're not going to change that overnight, but I have made some immense progress in just the last few weeks of just changing my attitude instead of saying, oh, I got to force myself to go and walk today because if I don't, I'm not the type of person that... No, I'm saying I'm a healthy person, therefore this is what I do. So that is where affirmations 
come into this. I say this to myself every morning. I even listen to my own voice on some of my health affirmations. I am a healthy person. My body loves physical activity. So I'm slowly but surely reinforcing, rewiring my brain and my self-identity to be the type of person that I know I want to be and I have the ability to become. But until you really own that identity and think of yourself, I'm a healthy person, therefore I make healthy choices, of course I'm going to behave this way. It becomes less of a struggle and something that you actually look forward to. Now again, it takes repeatedly reminding yourself of who you are so that you begin acting in a manner that's consistent with your new identity. At first, it might feel a little awkward, like, oh, I'm just an imposter pretending to be this. But no, you stick with it, and over time, you own it. You become that. So this has been a huge shift for me, and it's the reason why I think I'm going to stick with this and make it a lifestyle. Now, only time will tell. I'll have to step up to the plate and live up to this. So check back in with me in three months, six months, a year from now, and see if I've maintained this lifestyle or if I've slipped back. You can call me out on it. But I'm here publicly stating that I am in this to win it. I'm in it for the long haul, and I hope you are too. And that's why we're really excited to make the focus of this next 30-day Turbocharge Your Life program centered around health and well-being. I'm going to continue to share my story. Pookie will do the same thing. I'm going to go a lot deeper into this mindset stuff. We're actually going to be covering kind of eight areas that we're going to be recommending that people focus on during the 30 days. We just touched on three of them here. Again, you can find out more about it at turbochargeyourlife.us. That's turbochargeyourlife.us. And there are a lot of perks that come with it. There's a private Facebook group. We have four live Zoom calls. You have the option of teaming up with a success partner, which I highly recommend. I give you daily affirmations and a 30-day journal worksheet that you fill out and help you stay on track and stay focused so that you can change that identity, as well as the habits and behaviors throughout the 30 days that hopefully will last long after the program has ended. So if you're wondering what the uh, this latest program that we joined that Pookie encouraged me to do, it is Weight Watchers. They go by WW now. And the thing that really inspired her to pursue that and bring me along is she wanted the accountability. She liked the uh, live uh, weekly meetings that they have. And at first I was like, oh yeah, that's nice. Because I'm a do-it-yourself, DIY, self-reliant kind of guy. So I went to a first meeting with her and then we went to another one. And I started realizing the power of that community aspect of it. I was enjoying and looking forward to going to more meetings. We started getting to know people. So even though I was ho-hum about that aspect, I've come to really love it and enjoy it, which is why we built that into the 30-day program through the Zoom calls, through the Facebook group, through the partnering with someone you're not doing this alone. You have a support group and people from around the world who are like high vibe, positive thinkers, cheering each other on. 
I've done these programs on many other topics. This is the first time that we've done it on health, but I'm really excited about doing it. And so check it out and register. It starts April 23rd. Again, the website is turbochargeyourlife.us. That's turbochargeyourlife.us. US. I hope that you'll join us for that. Whether you do or not, I hope you got something out of this video and you realize the power of changing your identity. We always act in a manner that's consistent with who we think we are, who we know we are. And you can alter that and change it so that it supports you instead of always creating this friction. All right. Thanks for watching. Appreciate you. Have an awesome day. This is Bob Baker saying so long for now.